Hello and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. It's really cold here, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not like polar vortex cold, but it's still like five degrees or something this morning. Yeah, we're rocking single digits lately. Yeah, it's cold. It's been uh, weird because sometimes... We're not used to it. You being from Colorado, you're not... Well, you're I'm originally see- from here, but yeah. we haven't lived in this sort of environment for eight years. Yeah, it's been quite a time, quite some time since uh, we've... Uh, had to experience the frigidness of actual snow. Yeah. Sean's been seeing all sorts of snows. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It, it really is. It's just, it's strange that like six months ago we were living in California where it never snows. Right. I mean, it does up in like Big Bear and stuff, but, yeah, but, I mean, but where like, we were. Southern California doesn't, it doesn't happen there. Yeah. It doesn't get rarely, rarely gets below 40 degrees. Yeah. And then you're you're lucky if that happens, you know. And we're talking like in the main area, you know, the main, you know, valley and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like here, it gets cold. Yep. It's uh, it's different. It is. It's definitely different. And, and not only that, but there can be like a twenty, thirty degree difference between like daytime and nighttime <laughs> yeah no there and, and also and that just, happens in the summer too we were saying we were out during the weekend and oh yeah i'm sitting outside you know in the morning you know the it was the nice early. it was probably like 42 degrees 43 degrees like sun shining yeah it was fine and we're like great a little chilly but it'll be fine so we're out and all of a sudden like we were at the, like an outlet store or whatever and i went in to use the bathroom and I came out, and I was like, the wind had started blowing. And I was like, what? Oh, it must have kicked up a bunch of dust. It wasn't dust. It was snowing while the sun was out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it got really cold. It got it dropped probably like 10, 15 degrees in less than 20 minutes. Yeah. Because the snow just blew in out of nowhere. It was freaking crazy. Yeah. But that's Colorado for you. Yeah, it's really, it was really strange. That's how it is out here. Um, Yeah, so yeah, I didn't care much for that <laughs> no because we were out in it i was like god damn it but uh yeah so but that's that's kind of what we've been up to got to see a bunch of movies over the past couple of days oh yes we saw uh questionable leading man liam neeson's newest movie <laughs> uh cold pursuit Speaking of living in Colorado during the winter, apparently that's where this movie uh, takes place. But I would like to say that whoever filmed this movie has never even seen a picture of Colorado. There's a lot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was like, no, it doesn't look like that at all. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of funny that I think I think I think there's a, that's the reason why a lot of people went to go see it. Oh, and what it, here? The theater, really? Well, yeah, because yeah. it's supposed to be Colorado, and everybody in the theater is like, no. Like, the people next to us were like, that doesn't look anything like it. Well, I mean, there's parts where, like, they're, you know, because, like, you know, we live, you know, within reasonable proximity of uh, Castle Rock. Uh-huh. And they show, like, the, you know, the... Well, no, they don't show Castle Rock. They show the... Yes, they do. There's no, that one they rock. don't. It, that's not Castle Rock. The, he, they're supposed to be in the mountains. That's just a rock. I thought that was the Castle Rock. No. No, because oh. they live in, like, some little town... Like, that's supposed to be in the mountains, like, three hours away from Denver, where apparently it's Trail Ridge Road constantly, which is the only place, like, it really snows, like, you know, 10 feet of snow or whatever. Uh, And then they shut the roads down. But, like, Liam Neeson, like, literally plows every single day through about 15 feet of new snow. And then, but there's nothing there. There's no trees. Nothing. But there's a waterfall that hasn't frozen over for some reason that he gets to dump dead bodies down. Yeah basically <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah. fucking wild movie i was just like wait what well basically without giving you know talking it's too absurd much, it's talking actually it, enjoyable it turned out to be a much more much more absurd movie than i was than i expected oh yeah yeah i didn't know because i thought it was going to be just like a straight taken type thing or the gray or, or just the commuter like, or just, just like a straight like liam neeson's seeking vengeance well that's movie. what i mean the commuter you know the gray the uh to any of the taken movies or any movie he's been doing lately and and it's not it's kind of weird it's a little off kilter which is kind of fun um but then there's a lot of like time to drive into denver scenes where they literally show like the city in the distance and them driving 
what would probably be I-70 into town, and there's fucking nothing. Yeah. There's no stores. There's no trees. There's nothing. And I'm like, that doesn't look anything like yeah, no, <laughs> There's it, no other buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> there's no traffic. And you're like, oh, yeah, you fucking wish it looked like that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a, Denver's a pretty busy city. I yeah, don't know if you guys it's pretty do busy. That. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a kind of a big deal. Well, that's the thing. It's the most populous city, populous city between here and Chicago. Yeah, or between LA and Chicago. There's some yeah, there's some weirdness going on in that movie, and uh, it's it's worth your time just to to see it if you don't really care much for those you know Liam Neeson vengeance movies and. Eh. Yeah, it's you can, weird. You can you can give it a pass, but it's yeah. it's interesting. Also, so Marvel at the lead villain's attempt of doing an American accent when oh, he yeah. so obviously is not American. Yeah, yeah, that's it, impressive. It was uh, it was I, like a guttural grunt the entire time. It was a very gravelly voice. It was the most earnest attempt at an American accent since Jonathan Reese Myers and Dragon. Oh yeah, except with more gravel. With more gravel. Yeah. It was like if Jonathan Reese Meyer Myers was in Dracula but gargling stones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. There's a there, there's all sorts of it, it's it's such a movie. It's kind of a, you're like oh okay he's going to find his you know avenge his son but then like you know there's a he kidnaps a kid and then he's there's like some Quentin Tarantino esque title cards in the middle and then there's like a native american turf war going yeah, on yeah something happens there where they're like yeah this a is a dude gets killed by the plow cuz he gets sucked into it yeah and well there was also this one part where they were just like yeah the here in this mountain ski town uh the where the native american reservation is they built a casino I'm like the only reservations we have are you are like down south. Yeah, there's none in the mountains. Not, I mean, I don't think there are, but we do have casinos, but they are not on Native American land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> whatever you want to say, movie. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's pretty silly. Yeah, there were some previews too. I'm trying to think. Yeah, what did we see for previews? Thank the- God we didn't see that stupid dog preview. Oh, I know. Well, that, I think that's already been in theaters. And, yeah, good you know, and gone, and I don't we, have to watch we it. Got, yeah, we're pa- I think we're past that. Did but, we see Captain Marvel? No, they didn't show that. Okay. Well, that's coming out soon. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, they showed this Dennis Quaid won't oh, leave his yeah. house movie. Dennis Quaid turns into a creepy killer movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that one's... He uh, won't leave the house he sold to this couple and then he just keeps terrorizing them yes yeah that's right and then he just like randomly pops up in the background all the time well, it's funny because the movie's called intruder i was like why don't you just call it the guy who won't leave my house <laughs> just call it that i forgot about that that's right yeah there's that i mean there's there's you know we're we're not quite to the blockbusters yet no you know but we're we're getting there you know captain marvel should be uh should be a treat yeah well i finally saw a shazam poster because i feel like the trailer for that came out and then like nothing happened it's coming out but it's coming out in april so it's like sandwiched between captain marvel and the event but i feel like you know you you would think i feel like i'd see more advertising but i don't see any for it just more of a bigger push because i feel like captain marvel has been like they've been pumping that movie since like before christmas oh yeah that's what i mean that's why like shazam had that trailer what like it was like Comic-Con. in the summer. Yeah, it was like Comic-Con. Comic-Con. I was like, wow, this looks really great. And then I feel like nothing else happened. Well, Unless I another, totally missed it. There was like it. another trailer that came out. Like another, like something okay, that were yeah, extended like, that okay. came out, I think, around Christmas. But I feel like just the buzz for it is not like uh, like you would think. I don't know. Right. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I mean, Aquaman kind of went under the radar and then it came out and everybody saw it a bunch of people saw it and it did really well yeah and so, it was good you know and aquaman yeah i mean for for what it was aquaman was good yeah i you liked know, it, it. A good movie um shazam looks definitely to be i'm excited so, to see shazam well because it's you know it's not and i your, don't even like shazam it's not your usual yeah okay, shazam is not my thing yeah he's not my thing either because why it's a story about a child <laughs> I don't like stories about kids. I didn't even like stories I, about kids when I was a kid. I've except never, the Goonies. I've never really enjoyed the character that much. At it's because he's a kid. Well, yeah. I mean, just like I just, but even yeah, no, I've never had any interest to be like, oh, I must buy that Shazam comic. 
Like I've, it's really like the only thing the only, the only the most important thing that Shazam holds to me is the superpowers figure that mm-hmm. uh, is hard to come by, you know. And I would really like it at one point, but I don't have it. I don't think I've ever even seen it. It's you don't see it very often. It, it's you know it came out in the third series, and you know it's one of those ones like. You know, Mr. Miracle or uh, Cyborg, you know, you don't, you know, they go, they they fetch a pretty price, mm. you know, especially, uh, you know, on Men on Card. But, yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, hopefully we'll. But I am excited to see it, which is, again, surprising for me. I had such an aha moment a couple of years ago. I forget what I was doing. I was, like, talking to somebody about, like, what i didn't like about whatever and it dawned on me that what i didn't like about everything i was talking about was it was a some it was the main character was a child <laughs> and i don't like stories about kids i've never liked stories about kids yeah no, and no. i'm like oh that makes so much sense do you like the goonies i do like the goonies that's a, that is kind of but that's kind of more of a comedy but it's a story about I, kids it is a story about kids that is an exception but they're more teenager yeah you know i mean it's not like about like Children. Children. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can talk about, I mean, but, you know, Goonies is more like, hey, here's a bunch of, you know, scrappy, you know, 12 to 16 year olds. Yeah. You know, doing stuff. Well, like, so I started watching The Americans. Yeah. In The Americans, they have children. Every once in a while, they'll show a scene just with the kids. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't go away, children don't let's go back to your parents killing everybody please yeah yeah because you guys and the girl going to church and the boy breaking into the neighbor's house so he can play nintendo i don't give a fuck Ooh, like action nintendo yeah <laughs> well i don't think it's a nintendo it looks more like an atari <laughs> wait is it set in the 80s yes oh okay yeah the americans in the 80s it, i thought could... it was a current show no it can't be it wouldn't make i mean let's be honest apparently the cold war never ended and we are just the only ones who didn't know that but <laughs> as we get off with our election um but it's set in the 80s about two kgb agents who pose as americans uh to do covert ops and they're supposed to be like a married couple and they have kids and but they're like going on all these ops and stuff so it's set in the i think 1982-83 other kids agents too no, their kids are just American kids. Like, they're actually their biological children, but they're raised as American children. And I'm like, how does that work? I don't... That's the thing. I'm like, how does this... What kind of... Like, what's the end game? Because what are you going to do? Like, go back to Russia with the two kids who've always loved American capitalism? Like, what, what's going on? Do they speak at all with Russian accents? No. But that was that's the whole point. Like, that they literally they look exactly like Americans and they sound exactly like Americans. Their English is impeccable. You cannot tell the difference. Okay. That's the whole thing. Americans. Yep. All right. Yeah. And they put on, a, there's a lot of wigs in that show. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of disguises, a lot of fake mustaches and big glasses. The kids have no idea. The kids have no idea. Well, the daughter's starting to figure it out. It's season, like, the end of season one. But okay. the kids have no idea. There's Atari. There is a video game system that I got a glance of, but it was not a Nintendo. But the parents won't let them have a Nintendo or no. an Atari. No. That sucks. No. Like well, I didn't have a Nintendo until I was like 10. I yeah. But these kids are old. These kids would have been born in like the the late 60s, early 70s. So they're older than we are. Because this is like 1983 and the girl's like 15. She would be born in the 70s. No, she would have been born probably in sixty-eight. Wait, fifteen. If she's nice, if she's fifteen in nineteen eighty-three. No, you're right. Yeah. We'll go with the Atari. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no Nintendo yet. Like I said, I think it's like nineteen eighty-three. Well, you said Nintendo. I got all excited. I know it was a video game system that I got literally two seconds of screen time. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it was. <laughs> in like a Z plot, while everybody else is getting their heads blown Z-plots off. Z plots are the best. <laughs> All I care about is this, uh, that's everybody else is getting bullets to the head, and this kid just played a fucking video game. That's that's how I operate. I'm usually paying more attention to the things that aren't that aren't important. I don't know in, if he was playing movie. an actual video game. They never really show it. So it's, it's like it's like this show that's one of these enemies. I'm like, what games are they playing? Oh, I'm gonna have to show Sean that episode just so he can look at the video game system. <laughs> 
to figure out what it is. Oh, I'd be like, oh, I know what game that is. <laughs> it was pink on screen. Does that help you? Were they playing a Pepto-Bismol game? Yeah, yes. It was the Pepto-Bismol game. <laughs> because nothing says capitalism more than buy Pepto-Bismol and what? If we're talking 1983, we're close to the video game crash. It's possible because a lot of the game, when the video game crash came out, you know, became a part of one of the factors that brought it about was people was, was were companies producing games uh that had no business producing games so like purina produced a game about like dogs? eating dog food like feeding dogs or feeding dog or like it was like chow train or something and there was like a train so pepto bismol might have produced a game where it was like you know bleh, you know yeah that that sounds right actually i'd really like to play that purina game if i have to feed dogs yeah yeah no is that like tapper but with dogs i think so (laughs) well no i don't think it's (laughs) you're just doing it as quickly as you can all these hungry dogs it's like neko atsume but like the very like the original version the retro version of neko atsume oh just but where you just feed animals yes because that's exactly what you did in neko atsume i haven't checked my neko atsume i'm sure those cats are dead (laughs) i kind of hope i log on and it's just a bunch of like skeletons of skeletons <laughs> no they go to other people's yards and, and the and the uh and the, and the grass is really high <laughs> and there's a car in there for some reason i didn't put it there it just it's like up. that guy next door to us in uh in la and i remember Which we way? lived in north hollywood and there was oh, that guy that oh the, the scooby man he had a scooby because he had cats on his top of his roof and stuff but he also had you always that dude's house up. was falling apart and he never wore a shirt yeah he was an old man who never wore a shirt he had about six cats yeah. And they were always on the roof, and we would say, hi, Scoogits. Uh, and his house was literally, like, there were holes in the roof. Well, because it was funny, because so, it was interesting, because... <laughs> it was such a weird... There was, because there was, like, well, there's, I think there's a house across the street, too. No, you know what it was? He was the holdout. Well, right, yeah, clearly. But there, I think there was another house across the street, and that uh, towards the end, towards the back. Like, there's another random house that mm-hmm. wasn't in bad condition. But oh, okay, maybe. I don't remember that I one, remember but... that, because there was, like... Cause I just we lived remember in, like, a this... fucking dead end. And a f- stupid well, plastics factory. Right, but then between the plastics factory were like these two. I don't even know if it was a factory. I think it might have been a storage. No, I think they did plastics. Well, I know they did plastics, but I feel like they just stored plastics there because yeah. I never smelled anything. That's true. You know what? Yeah, you're yeah, right. So, you... like, because LA is weird and it's like a. You can literally have a giant, perhaps, plastics factory next to an apartment building and nobody says anything. Uh, you can also have houses in the middle of oil fields, which there fucking are. And you're just like, whatever. Yeah. Because LA's weird. So <laughs> we lived in North Hollywood, and the first street we moved into was a dead end. And it was our apartment building, this house, this plastics factory, and then the dead end of the street. Yeah. So it was like this, we'd have this huge, and the fucking street was so thin, so narrow, but these giant 18-wheelers would come down it. Oh, Yeah. And like, because they had to drop things off or pick things up. Uh, but there was that old man who just like refused to give up his house because I'm assuming they must have bought everything else. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. put up all Obviously those apartment they, buildings. They put up those apartment buildings, yeah. Uh, but he just refused to go. But that house was a fucking mess. And it literally did look like a blighted area. Uh-huh. I'm sure that guy's a hoarder. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And, he, and he had cats. Yeah. Which that was exciting. It was exciting to see a cat, yes. It was always exciting because we got to see which cats were out. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like real life Neko Asume. Yeah. Well, this is Welcome to Cat Talk <laughs> with Sean and Jen. Well, Cat Talk is always. That's, that, always that's us. literally our lives. Because we have uh, Harley walking around now. Oh, he's, he's, uh, he's getting used to the house. He's a uh, pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. That's all they are. Pain in the ass. No, he's cute. But uh trying to think. Also, speaking of Liam Neeson movies, just to kind of... Oh, yeah. Together. You bought that thing. I bought... Well, I bought the... We went to Second and Charles just, you know, before we went to go see the movie. Yep, because uh, so I got to buy more disaster books. Come here, sweetheart. And uh, I just happened to... It's the first time probably I didn't buy anything crazy, crazy, but I just happened to find uh, Darkman. Because for some reason, I was thinking about Darkman, that uh-huh. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. No. But I was like, you know what? Because if I can find it, maybe I'll buy it. You know, because I don't normally buy physical DVDs or whatever. But you know, you know, Second Charles got cheap or whatever. So they had uh, all three of the Darkman movies uh, released, uh, and they were it was like six bucks. Huh. So I picked that up and I watched Darkman for the first time. It's a Sam Raimi movie. 
definitely a Sam Raimi movie. Um, it's not bad. You know, there was a part where accidentally I hit like the because I was using the PlayStation, so I accidentally hit like the skip ahead. So I think I missed a portion of the movie, like a mm-hmm. small, like a small portion. Yeah. Because I was like, "Hey, what happened here?" But nonetheless, though, base. I mean, it, it, you, if you've never seen Darkman, basically Liam Neeson is a scientist that's trying to create like a bunch of skin, and for some reason, Francis McDormand, McDormand, who's his girlfriend, is like gets him implicated in some sort of. Uh, racketeering plot and he ends up you know there's like a memorandum or something that's like he's in possession of for some reason but you know he gets mixed up in it and he ends up you know he ends up getting like getting his face shoved in acid and his hands burned the building explodes and he gets thrown into the water and somehow they find him still alive and they do some sort of like operation on him or something happens to him where he basically he can't feel pain you know even though his skin is completely like you know he's super charred does he start screaming oh my skin no sadly he does not it's too bad and uh then but then he uh you know but he also has like super strength and shit so he like escapes from the hospital and goes to like get vengeance and stuff and he finds out how to create the skin uh, but the skid's only good for like a hundred minutes, so oh. after a hundred minutes, well, or... that's pointless. Right? I mean, it's not. It's only it's only good for a hundred minutes. At, can't really go in, anywhere in the daytime. At night, because it's because it's something to do with like the oh the sun, the sun or whatever. Uh, he you know he's able to do better at night, but yeah. I was gonna say you go to a really long movie, you're not gonna have any skin by the time you leave. Yeah, which is most <laughs> movies. No skin. No skin by the time you leave. So yeah, but then yeah, there's there's also a lot of like random, like swearing in it too, which is mm-hmm. kind of funny. Good, good. I think it's worth it. It's definitely. I th- we'll have to watch it again. Okay. I think it's worth a watch because I feel like you know our buddies we hate movies at some point might do it just sure. for the fuck of it. Um, because it's not a great movie, but it's you know it's a stupid movie, and there's a bunch of sequels that Liam Neeson wasn't in, but those do exist. And yeah. uh, maybe at some point I'll, I'll watch those because I have them all. I have the entire Darkman trilogy. Oh man! In my possession. Very exciting. So yeah. yeah. Uh, I just bought books about terrible things. I bought a, a book about the real life story of a floating brothel. Like in the air? No, like a boat. Oh okay. The floating brothel, the extraordinary true story of an 18th century ship and its cargo of female convicts. Excited for that. Sounds feel good. Uh, and Dead Wake, the last crossing of the Lusitania, which we all know got sunk by a U-boat. Nice. Yeah, that's going to be a horrible, horrible story. Can't wait. My wife. Yeah, something's wrong with your wife. <laughs> uh, real quick, so just, um, you know what? I don't really know for certain if this is true. Uh, but I think I, I saw the ar- I saw an article about it. Was it Army Hammer is... I saw that too. In the... Uh, in the in the running to play Batman, yeah, I guess. But he's wasn't pretty he close. before too? Before probably Affleck was cast. I'm certain he was. He was. I don't you know, know. He's a square jawed white guy. He was. He was about right. He was probably definitely. He had to have definitely been in the running because you know what? Social Network was already, you know, already a came thing. and went by that time. I think uh, what Lone Ranger was uh-huh. already. Uh-huh. Maybe was already out too. Or Man from Uncle too. You know, I forgot about that. Oh, he was in that. Yeah. Oh, he was already hanging out with Superman. Yeah, yeah. See, that was a that movie. Right. Was, that movie could be could be considered canon. I liked that movie more than other people liked that. Movie. It was pretty good. I thought I thought it was I didn't right. hate it. Well, yeah. I didn't hate it. Everybody was like, it was bad. I was like, you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> it was entertaining. I had a good time. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. So apparently, he's in the the lead running. So we'll see if Army Hammer becomes. Bruce Wayne. I think he could probably pull it off. But, oh, sure. You know, you know, at least two. At least from my perception, I don't know the guy, but I feel like you don't get as much baggage. Dear personal friend, Army Hammer. <laughs> Yo, Army. <laughs> Yo, arm. 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 No, no arm. <laughs> <laughs> he. uh yeah, he. I feel like he comes with less, considerably less baggage than Ben Affleck does. Uh, he does. Poor Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, no, that was very. 
very upsetting. Oh, when he got cast? Yes, I was so upset. Yeah, that really that really fucked up a lot of people. Yeah, it really <laughs> upset me. <laughs> that ben was Affleck. that was quite. And then great. you know he he was a pretty good. I thought he was all right. He wasn't terrible. He wasn't the worst part of any of those movies. No, a lot of things were bad about this. A movies. lot of things, but he was not the worst part of it. Yeah, there was a there was a I lot. I didn't of think things. he was bad. I think just the movies overall were not yeah. good, and they should have been better. I really want them to lean into like old man Batman. Give me a John Ham. We do a Batman Beyond or something. I don't That'd know. That'd be so fucking great, even with an even older guy. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who would be a really good older guy. Liam Neeson. Yeah, just Irish Batman for no Well, he would have to because Liam, Liam Neeson doesn't even fucking try. He's like, I'm not covering this accent because I can't. So I'm just going to be. I spent a lot of time with Alfred over in Ireland after my parents were murdered. <laughs> There's your explanation. <laughs> there you go. That's all you need. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. I mean, the movie probably won't come out for another 10 years. Yeah, by then we'll all be dead. Doesn't yeah, no, was, I don't see what the point is. Yeah, RIP us. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i guess we should take our break sure we'll come back we'll talk about our book for this week hi everybody my name's hub and i host a show called tighten up the defense a podcast that would likely benefit from a tagline every week we read either a defenders comic book from the 70s or a new teen titans comic from the 80s I give a synopsis of that comic that I have handcrafted to amuse and inform, and then my good-for-many-things brother Cory comes over and we talk about what we found interesting about the comic we just read. It's a lot of fun, and we hope you'll join us for it. Anything you'd like to add, Cory? I like cocaine from an animal's butthole. Mm. It is. So good, it is. Paradise. Well, Cory, I don't really think that's appropriate. We're trying to do a promotion for our podcast here. Shut up. Okay, fair enough. Any final thoughts? Of course. Well, let's hear them. I have eaten all the beaver butt <laughs> You have eaten none. And beaver's butt is pretty good. There you have it. Tighten up the defense. That's T-I-T-A-N. You can find it wherever podcasts are found. It's probably worth mentioning. I'm the one who does the editing. Catch the wave of the future and hang ten on it with us. Cowabunga. Back here in our worst collection ever with our book for this week. It is I Love You. <laughs> I Love You. Number 49. Oh man, there were 49 issues of I Love You. Oh, there was more than that. From uh, December 1963. Uh, this is a Charlton comic. Oh man, and this is a fucking brand and a half. We, because uh, we are doing these uh, comic love, com you know, romance comics this month. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's February, and we've had this one in our collection for a while. This is uh, beat up to shit. Like literally, anytime I pick it up, it sheds. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, it's it's from 1963. It has seen better days. This is uh, pretty goddamn old. Yeah. I don't think it's worth anything. I think I, I, where did you get this from? Oh, I don't even remember. Because I feel like <sighs> I honestly don't even remember where I picked this one up. Was it Jeffries? I feel like this has been a Jeffries book. Uh, I don't know if I. Maybe it was a Buffalo. We didn't get it from Buffalo, did we? No, I don't think I got it in Buffalo. Uh. I feel like I just got it in. You know? Um, oh no, I think I know where I got it. Remember when um, Earth 2 was doing that outside sidewalk sale? Really? Is this from Earth 2? They had some romance comics, yeah. Really? That's, Interesting. This that, might that... have come from them. This also might have... You know what? I think you might be right. I think I, 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 I think feel I, like I that's it. right, because I don't think I got a lot of romance comics, if any, from Jeffries. But yeah, this is a Charlton's comic. This comic ran from 1955 Jeez. to 1980. What? No. I'm not I mean, by the time it was, you know, nineteen eight by by the time nineteen eighty rolled around, it was just doing reprints. Where can I get it? I don't Where know. can I find all of them? Um, there, this this comic is batshit crazy, and we're gonna get into it. Right, but uh, uh, yeah, this is one of the you know the the Charles and Comics. Um, I don't know. Charles and Comics. I have a couple other uh, romance comics from the same publisher, and they're all 
really crazy, really out there. Obviously written by men trying to tell young girls how to behave. Oh yeah, they're tell we're t- we're telling we're telling you how to do things here. Yeah. Uh so, you know, basically morality lessons cloaked in comics. That's what you want. Uh and that's that's what these are. So so, so this comic, uh the cover I believe it was owned by somebody named Betty Lim. Yep, because she wrote her name all over she it. She wrote her name all over it. Or <laughs> I wonder what Miss Betty Lim is doing today. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Be- Betty <laughs> Lim, if you're listening, we have your comic. We have your comic, Betty. <laughs> Please tell me if you have any more in your collection. Tell, yeah, Are tell, they in better condition? Tell, she might be like, I, I've, I just needed this last one. She's <laughs> she's like my mom got rid of them. It's terrible. Well, she's been hunting them in uh, landfills because yeah. it came from a landfill. Yeah, it's really beat up. Um, but so on the cover, uh, you have a man in a brown suit mourning. Oh, sit- sitting. Uh, oh, the dangerous mind style. Yeah, sitting uh, backwards in a chair like he's gonna rap with some students. Oh, but, he's, yeah, he's gonna. But rap this is right. before that was a thing. <laughs> So he's just doing it. Also, it's kind of weird the way his legs drawn, legs are drawn because it's there's it's a, a couple questionable uh, poses in this book. Yeah, this is not the first. But uh, yeah, he's sitting in a chair and a woman behind him. So he's sitting there saying, uh, "How can I forget? How can I forget? I I loved her so, and I killed her." And uh, there's a woman, blonde woman behind him, saying, uh, "Please, Nick, you must forget. Uh, don't let." your life end here yep and, and then there's like a bubble of memory and memory and he's memory uh, bubble looks like he's looks like this is nick and he's crying and he's holding a, a, a lady woman, a lady in his arms it says condemned to loneliness oh no so charlton comics gives you more give you more give you more give you more give you more that's what it says uh so basically it starts off with a car crash it's that uh last kiss it's that yeah it's that last song which pearl jam has covered i don't know who did it originally oh shit i should know that i should know that too um well you look that up i'm gonna look that up uh, so basically you know we start off when you see a car crash and he's you know we got this nick fellow basically the image from the cover holding uh his woman and his wife in his arms uh rita yes and he's saying, he's saying, you know, basically he's uh, commentating on this. Oh, did you find it? Last Kiss was a song released by Wayne Cochran in 1961. Uh, failed to do well. He re-recorded it and re-released it in uh, 1963. And then it was later revived by J. Frank Wilson and the Cavaliers. Okay. Pearl Jam and other artists. But everybody knows this song. It's the... The one about the lady who dies. Where, oh, where, where can my baby be? The Lord took her away from me. You know yep. that song. So, <laughs> so I used to love that song when I was a kid because my parents used to hear it on the oldies channel. And oh, I, was, yeah. I was like five and I'm like, can't wait to hear that again. Oh, that's nothing. Back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, you know, I mean, I grew up in that the same kind of thing too. My parents listened to the oldies all the time. So yeah. a lot of those songs. Oh, they're great. Like that's pretty much the uh until i was about like eight maybe that's pretty much all i listened to yeah i didn't really ha- i mean like i knew of other music yeah i mean i like, knew of like michael jackson's thriller yeah like i knew and, of like, pop songs and i yeah. knew of rock songs or whatever yeah. but it wasn't until i was maybe like 10 yeah i didn't really like actually like watch like mtv so that's when i you know i started understanding all this other music and stuff like i knew of bands sure you know because i had you know metalhead cousins or you know rock and roll cousins right that wore like half shirts and shit with bands on them. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, but I, you know, but I was pretty much like, you know, my mom listened to Oldies 104. You yeah. Know, in it Buffalo. was cool 105 out here. Yeah, listening to that. You listen to. And that's all my parents ever listened to. So he's holding his wife in his arms. And so there's a car accident, obviously. And, you know, and he's, you know, we get a lot of Nick, this guy Nick kind of commentating on he's it. He's very upset. But my favorite is. Uh, the drunk guy who hit them. Um, so Nick is very clear about the fact that he is going the speed limit and he is in his own lane. Yeah. And then he gets hit by this drunk and this drunk guy. Look at this crash. Are we looking at the top view of the crash? Yes. Woof. And head on collision, whatever. And this guy's really drunk and he is just like, why are you worried about it? You got insurance. <laughs> 
<laughs> this woman is dead. Well, he goes, he's like, we got insurance, and I had to look for my match for my cigar. Blah. Yeah, that's and totally he, it's, the same it's he's dead got, wife. So he's got, so this guy is, it's funny because this We've guy's coming. We've both been inconvenienced today. I couldn't find my match. Your wife died. <laughs> same thing. You're, yeah, you're, you're now a widower. Your child is now motherless. That's he right, because they have a baby. They have, they have a brand new baby, and it's like, oh, we have to go out, but now she's dead. Yeah. You know, but I do, I, for some reason, I like this guy's cigar kind of look like it exploded it really does like a comically exploded he's like he hit mouth. it on the steering wheel or or it's like it just like he blit it and went poof you know <laughs> so uh and then uh yeah then we're in the hospital so yeah so they the coroner comes and she's dead on arrival basically she's dead at the scene so the coroner comes and they take her to the hospital and he's like i wouldn't leave the body and i just hung out with it in the hospital in the ambulance at the scene until they finally made me leave yeah and so he leaves and the drunk guy's still there and he just like Starts fighting him in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Well, I like the way he... he so, like, the way it's drawn here... I he, just, sl- he tries to slap this guy's tie off. That's basically what he's doing. Like, he looks, he's punching the guy and, like... You're supposed to think he's punching the guy in the chin, but it looks like he's just kind of, like, making his tie go, wee! Yeah, it looks like he went to hit him and missed and just whacked his tie instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he's like, that's when I, you know... After they they gave me a sedative, and that's when they discovered I had like two broken ribs and a broken arm or something, yeah. some uh, whatever. And then he just like lays around, being like, "My wife is dead. She's dead." And everybody's like, "Hey," he's like, "I've got nothing to live for." And they're like, "Actually, you have like a six week old baby at home that you kind of need to take care of." He's like, "Fuck the child." Pretty much. <laughs> find me a woman to take care of this baby because i can't possibly do it so just as uh luckily dead wife has living sister (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like an onion (laughs) art well luckily dead wife has living sister yeah it does so real quick i just wanted to point something i saw this online uh on twitter somebody reposted it was a click hole thing Uh it's like it's like, fo- folks, get ready to be sad. This man works for a website. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a picture of a guy in front of a uh, I, What did I say this today? And it was just like, uh, more, like deeply embarrassed man stands stock still as acquaintance zips up his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> the quote is like, hold on, buddy, let me get that for you. And it's a picture of a guy zipping another guy's backpack. I love the ending. <laughs> but pretty much, uh, so this guy's just sitting here, and thankfully, okay, so these guys are in the hospital, and the woman, this woman shows up, and uh, she's like, hey, uh, you don't remember me very much, but, like, I'm, I- like, Rita's sister, Louisa. And I've already like paid, already like fed the baby, and she's like, he's like, yeah, I'm I'm here to give up my own life as a young woman uh, to take care of your baby forever and he's like you look so much like her and so they like go home and he's just like anger smoking oh yeah he's just like pissed off there's because... a lot of, actually there's a lot of like close smoking in yeah his... all he does is just glare and smoke yeah. and so he's like mad because she's like good to the kid and like looks like the wife and he's like you know what fuck this you keep that fucking baby forever i'm running off to venezuela again this is ties in with the other Charlton comic we read, where the the woman the woman hater the woman the one where the man she was like oh you're a man hater because yeah because yeah her yeah, husband, yeah because yeah her mom her father oh that's right he went to Venezuela her and father worked, and he went never to came South back. America and never came back oh shit is, the, is she that baby no oh, that's a boy oh man they have the same story Charlton yeah Charlton dad dad's gonna run off to Venezuela either that or like one of the guys who wrote this was like really working through some issues. About his dad running off to Venezuela when he was a child. A lot, so much, th- so there much is, Venezuela. There is so much drug muling going on <laughs> in these comics. I uh, this guy and blonde killer men, blonde murderers, serial murderers, and uh, dudes doing drug mules for d- Venezuela. Drug mules. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot so, of that going on. And so he goes to Venezuela and he meets up with who you said is uh, Fat Gomez Adams because <laughs> he looks just like Gomez Adams except he's fat. <laughs> He does look like Gomez. He's, he's even wearing like the striped suit like Gomez wears. Oh, is that Paul Bear? Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, that could also oh, be Paul Bearer. Undertaker, put these drugs up your ass. <laughs> oh, yes, they will never look up there. Well, I mean, considering The Undertaker was complete, that was a very good Paul Bearer, by the way. My uh, Undertaker <laughs> is a corpse who has drugs stuffed in it. That's exactly and what I was going to say. And he comes alive to Tombstone the Wrestlers. <laughs> he comes alive to Tombstone Law Enforcement. Big <laughs> Boss Man, watch out! You're going to get Tombstone by The Undertaker, and he has drugs up his ass. Well, you wouldn't even have to put him up his ass, because since he is a dead man, you're going to Fill every hole. You could just open his body cavity and be like, "We're embalming him," but you're just stuffing him How with cocaine. How great would it have been if the Undertaker got body slammed and a bunch of drugs came out of his? Oh body? my god! Would it be even funnier? The Undertaker, <laughs> like, the Undertaker, god, that man had drugs in him. The Undertaker gets body slammed and he literally explodes, and cocaine just fills the air. Cocomania. <laughs> Cocomania. Oh man, and all the wrestlers come to the ring and snort it. What if he and fell that's the last time wrestling happened? What if he fell through the top of that cage with Mick Foley and he just became powder? Because <laughs> <laughs> his body's entirely it's cocaine. All cocaine. Is just that with that Liam Neeson Callis, skin. The Undertaker is entirely made of cocaine. He, yeah, well, he's dead and stuffed full of it because he's a drug mule and then he's covered in that skin Liam Neeson made in Dead Man, in Dark Man. Oh, okay. Oh, Liam Neeson's in this too. Great. Yeah, Liam Neeson's there too. I'm Liam, sure Liam he's... Liam Neeson also supplied the coke that he did when he started... Because st- he stole it from that guy. That <laughs> oh, that's, that was right. That was also part of Gold Pursuit. When he like steals the cocaine and he's like opening it and it's just blowing in his face. And he somehow does not get completely <laughs> fucking wired. <laughs> and he's like rubbing it all over because he's like trying to get it out of his face. It's just making it worse. Yeah. you just gotta let it be man (laughs) or just don't stand downwind liam neeson but okay (laughs) okay so (laughs) so okay so this guy's in uh venezuela for like a couple years yeah and he's like i worked 24 hours a day he's not there that long because he comes back to visit his kid his kid's a toddler what like two maybe right looks like he's about to this guy becomes Polly walnuts (laughs) and this man of like 18 months He gets the wings. <laughs> oh, Polly Walnuts. That's just probably cocaine. Oh, he just put the cocaine in his he hair. He just put the cocaine in his He's hair. Like, Look, I couldn't fit any more up my ass. I go my hair <laughs> I just now. use it like, pome- like pomade or pomade. Or Pom- pomade. Pomade. Or- it's just gel. <laughs> just just cocaine gel. Just ma- I just imagine this guy getting up in the morning and be like, oh, where, oh, where can my <laughs> baby look in the mirror just putting cocaine in his hair? <laughs> singing that song. Oh, you see, he's singing that song. Yeah, the song came out around that time. Mm. He's like, oh, man, this song really speaks to me. This song is strangely about my life. It's strangely about my life. So is this comic. What's going on? <laughs> so Is that The Undertaker? <laughs> So he's like, I got to take my cocaine hair and I'm going back to the States to visit my kid for like a week. We visit this kid who somehow is this, has, a, has a spine problem. This, this child has a spina bifida or, or, or he's like, he's like, he's like, a, like he's doing like he's like, sashaying. He is sashaying. This kid is going to be divine in a few years. I think that's what happens. He grows up to be divine and work with John Waters. OK, that's 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 the story we're going with here. Yep, that's yep, what yep, I'm going yep, with because yep, yep. this kid is just some, like model walking with this hip movement <laughs> i don't know what it is he's, also, he's wearing a skirt it kind of, yeah i mean it, it kind of just yeah. look maybe he has polio i don't know well back then yeah, everybody had polio i mean they yeah. figured out that, the, that everybody a, got the vast oh maybe maybe his uh his surrogate mom's an anti-true anti-vaxxer no i don't even know if it was available for everybody back then to be oh, honest with you okay well you've been reading all the disease books i know i gotta get my disease books going on anyway so polly walnuts gets uh you know she's like look you know you're uh well this is okay she picks him up from the airport uh-huh and we gotta we gotta move, keep get moving with this book, but like it just there's just a lot of random ass stupid parts in this. This is true. Where she picks up picks him up at the airport, and he's like, she's like, okay, well you're a man, you're the man of the house, so you drive. And it's like, and he's like, I can't drive because you know, oh where oh where could my baby be? Right, like I don't drive anymore. How we got around in Venezuela, I don't know. Well, Gomez walked. You Gomez. rode around in the Paul Bear's hearse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah and then there's just a lot of stuff of him like you know like this girl uh, louise uh, louisa or whatever she's like you're being a dick and he's like fuck that 
Yeah. I hate it. I'm so sad. Yeah. And she's like, hey, she basically, she calls him a sourpuss, but you know, she wanted to call him a pussy. She's like, what's wrong with you? You're being a sourpuss. You know, your wife wouldn't be happy because you're just letting this ruin you. And he's like, I am Polly Walnuts now. Go get me a velour tracksuit. <laughs> and so she, he's like, well, I'll go stay at the neighbor's house. I, me and Tony have to go bury Ralphie Cifaretto's head yeah, in the field. I'm, I'm going to do that. In the, in the field. Uh, you hang out with the kid. And she's like, no, dude. I've been hanging out with this kid for two fucking years. I'm going to go eat dinner by myself. Not even my goddamn kid. Yeah, it's not even my kid. I would like to go shopping and not see your stupid kid. Um, so he's like, oh, I guess I could take care of it. So he like makes him a hot dog, makes him a hot dog. And then the next he's like, everything's going real good until the next morning when he runs out of milk. And that's a drawing of him looking at this empty milk bottle. <laughs> he literally has it like he's holding it by the top and it's right in front of his face. And he's just staring at it like he try- inches from his nose. Is he trying to fill it with his tears? Yes, he is. I think he is. He, actually, it's kind of close to his hair, so maybe he's trying to get his cocaine to go in there. He's like, it's white. It's the same thing. Yeah, so there, there's a big crisis because the kid needs to eat. And the basically. kid wants milk and he's crying because he sucks. He's a child. Instead of just being like, eat fucking toast, kid. Uh, he has to go to the store. I don't know if he's not old enough for toast. He's old enough for toast. That kid's on solids. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like oh no i have to go to the store but no one is around to drive me i'm going to have to drive myself yeah somehow this turns into this guy trying to drive it's like a story about a man who overcomes his fear of uh, his, his trauma of driving and then uh yeah then he goes then he comes back and he's like oh you did this on purpose and she like the sister's making him eggs or something and he's like man just like a broad doing this blah 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 and she's like okay you know i'm gonna just be a great mother and an all-around wonderful person and then he's like you know what you're a good mom i've decided i love you let's get married she's like yay and that's the end of this well then we all we, we end on like a creepy thing of like this kid so they're kissing oh yeah and then the kids in the back that the, kid's a voyeur yeah he's like that's his kink it's like i like to watch i like to see my parents i love watching my or my sort of parents my my, my sort of parents I'm gonna fuck so that that's it that shitty man overcame his fear of driving and then married his dead wife's sister the end the end <laughs> so uh let's jump to the next one the next one is i would not see so basically, the gist of this entire story is this girl is dating a blind guy, but she doesn't know if she can love a blind guy. Uh-huh. And so all she does is try to figure out if she can love a blind guy. Yeah, it's basically And that's it. all it does for about three, four pages, five pages. Well, at one point, she, uh, yeah, she has like this like fever dream where she can't, like she's just laying in bed being like, blind man, I can't, I don't know. But she's already dating him. Well, she's not sure. I don't know. She's just a lot of like. She's hanging out with she, him. She likes him a lot, but he's blind, so she doesn't know. So well, I guess like I mean, that's all it is. That's all this whole fucking story. We don't story know is. anything about this guy's blindness and how we don't know anything about it. any of these characters. This guy is blind, and she's not, and they don't know. And well, apparently, he's you know he might he, not be always blind. Yeah, he's kind of blind he's the kind of blind that gets fixed at the end of the story so don't worry yeah don't worry don't worry you can uh, but she's gonna like blindness guys go through all this shit until she gets to the end because i'm just skipping over this whole story well no we just this is it well they go to the beach there's this part where they go to the beach and she's like she's like i'm really into it you know or where i'm like i don't know what's going on and he's like well let me feel your face and she's like oh man do you think he's doing that creepy thing that john travolta does in uh face off oh when he just where he does like the waterfall over people's faces isn't it just like john john travolta in general i don't know he, he made it up for the movie i don't know if he actually does that but i wouldn't be surprised isn't that shoot john travolta yeah just going around touching people's faces is that, and shit. Is that what this guy's doing he's just waterfall on yeah. people's faces so at one point she's like you know she's like oh darling don't you mustn't say how much how how beautiful i am 
Because you can't like, see me. Is that why she can't be with this guy? She's like, I'm so beautiful, and this guy can't appreciate my true beauty. Yeah, so I, think, I, think, I think there's that. <laughs> I think there's, there's a little bit of that. that going on. I think just part of that. You know, I'm she just wanna, vain. You know, and then at one point she says like, "Oh, we mustn't fall in love," and he's like, "But I already love you." No, he's like, he gets like pissed. He's like, he's like, "Oh, well, how dare you say that?" And then he just walks off. Yeah, just walks walks along the beach. I. I because they're there with like their other couple or whatever. It has like friends or something. Friends or whatever. I thought for, for a second, I was like, wait, is he his right? Did she drive him there and he's just walking away and like just like he can't because he can't drive? Yeah, that's also the weird thing about this because this guy's blind and there's no like, you know, seeing uh, Kane. There's no dog. He's a cane. She talks about his white cane a bunch. But we don't see him with it. Yeah, we do. Is he walking away with it at the beach? Yeah. Where? Right there. See? There's a cane. Oh, okay, good. Because in the other picture, it doesn't look like he has it. At the very beginning, she's like, oh my god, his cane. Oh, yeah. No, that I see. But I, uh, at the beach, it looks like he's walking away without it. That one right there. Oh, this no, he's got a cane. Well, no. this here, here he doesn't. Yeah, yeah he he's just it. like, I'm gonna walk down this beach that I've barely ever been to without oh, my cane where, or my dog. Oh, where can my cane be? Um. So she, uh, yeah, and then she's, he's just being a, you know, they're just She's like, oh my god, I should, I I do love him, and I need to make him feel better, and or I need to get back with him. And, I should and, stop being such a shallow bitch. Yeah, and then he uh, he calls him, and he kayfabes her, and yeah, you know, and then oh, eventually, don't worry. Apparently, between like the time they were at the beach and the time she called him on the phone, he had surgery that he didn't tell anybody about. Yeah, he got some special surgery. So he wasn't, like, talking about it before with, like, his friends, telling him that, oh, man, this might work. No, don't worry. He got special surgery, and he can see her, and, oh, she's so beautiful. He's not blind anymore. The end. Why is he still wearing the glasses? Maybe his eyes are all fucked up because they're still healing. Oh, man, what if he's got, like... It's uber LASIK. I don't know. (laughs) They, they, uh, yeah, they uh, just cut out my eyeball. Oh no, I have donor irises or something. I don't know. <laughs> if he just takes off his glasses, just got googly eyes. It's like ah, <laughs> I can see ah, like Cookie Monster eyes. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like I can finally see. She's like, oh my god, oh no. <laughs> It'd be so awesome if you just like cookie monster eyes. And then the rest in the next story is like, can I love a man with googly eyes? <laughs> and every page just has googly eyes glued on it. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Oh my god, let's do that. That's amazing. We'll just glue some googly eyes onto this guy. And yes. <laughs> every free panel. I love it. So uh, here's the. I guess this is the. Is this the longest one of this? I think yeah, it it's like yeah. the the end too. The main so. event of uh, this one is called Charlton Comics. Give you more postponed love. Yes, <laughs> it's about this woman. Basically, who it's loves about this guy. Basically, but this guy is like, we can't get married right now because I have to do insert thing here. Yeah, basically he. Yeah, basically he. Every time he's like, you know Where what? You oh wait, no, I got to do something else. I got like. But it, like, takes me away. Like, I have to go, like, train. I have to go do war. Does he go to Venezuela? <laughs> I would not be surprised if he goes to Venezuela. You know, I am surprised. Yeah, I'm so shocked that he didn't end up in Venezuela like the, like the rest of Charlton Comics. And he men. has a friend who is a blonde man who must be the murderer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's back. Yeah, so we got, uh, what's her name? This is, uh, so Dick is her boyfriend. That's right. And. I forget the boyfriend's uh, Beverly- friend's name. Beverly is, is her girl. name. The friend's name is a uh, not Dick. Cunt. Not Dick or something. Uh, Carl. Close enough. <laughs> Carl. And he uh, so basically she's like about he's about to tell her something, and then Carl shows up and he's like, "Hey, yeah, they're like we're going to war." Yeah, it's literally the beginning of every war movie ever, except uh, neither Carl nor Dick die. No, 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 they don't. They, so, they don't get captured. Nobody has to go save them from the Germans. Nothing. Yeah. So she's like, look, you know, I have to go to war. But like when I come back, you know, we're going to we'll be married. together. And, and then their faces meld together. Like, yeah. You see that there? Like their faces Oh, become... gross. There's no line there. They really do. It's, it's, that's that's what happened. Yeah. And then uh, they come back from war. She's like, you know, and then they decide to like hook up Carl with a, with a lawyer woman. Oh yeah, the okay. law, but the lawyer girl is like, you know what? I I don't want to get married. 
I'm just ready to. I just want to. You know, I just want to fuck. Yeah. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of scenes here where the women are. You know, the, basically the the friend is telling this Beverly like, "Hey, you know, you, you know this, your husband or your buddy, you know, your dude is not gonna like marry you because he's not into marriage like you thought he is." Yeah, he wants to just be like single. He's single. He likes sexy rhombuses. This guy comes up, you know, this dick guy is like, you know, she's like, she's like, oh my god, I really want, you know, because they're at this dance and this woman tells her that and she's like. Just Beverly's like, oh, I really want to, I really want to, you know, get married. I want to be with him. I want to be with him. And he, then the dick shows up. He's like, hey, I got good news. I'm leaving again. Yeah, because he's going to train for a job or something. I'm going to the coast. I'm assuming to Venezuela. And then he lights a cigarette in her face. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what you do. And she's like, don't you want to stay with me? And he's like, don't worry, babe. I just got to do this thing. So she watches his plane leave. Uh, and then he sends her a letter where he's like, you know what? I'm going to stay and take this job. Glad you wasted your life. Bye. Yep. Uh, and so she's just like, okay, well, I guess I'm just gonna be alone forever, and I'm gonna just wear this weird hat. And yeah, that's a weird hat. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a Bray Wyatt hat. Yeah, it's kind of like a Dick Tracy hat. <laughs> like she's gonna start solving crimes, <laughs> which actually wouldn't be too bad. Oh man, um, she's she's like, you know what? Because this is where the, the romance the... novel usually starts. Yeah. Oh, what, when she's solving crimes? No, when she, when everything is left and now it's time for her to like do something else and then she meets the, the dude she actually has. Gotcha. The sex with. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah so. Um, so don't worry. Her friend is a pain in the ass and like, stop wearing that stupid hat and come to my lawn party because it's my birthday. And come on my lawn. You've been hiding over here too long. And she's like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, no, you have to come by. Um, so she goes and... I invited this blonde serial and killer. And the blonde serial killer's there and he's like, hey... I'm hit that guy's friend, but don't worry about it. I like you. She's like, yeah, you know, she's sitting there thinking like, oh yeah, he's like much nicer than my shitty friend, my shitty dick. And so, so they start hanging out. They start hanging out. And, uh, he's grabbing her face weird. Oh yeah. He's doing some face grabbing. Oh, they're doing some swimming. They're swimming. They're going for night walks, which that'll, that'll just get you killed. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, drinking yeah. out of a can. I'm assuming together because there's only one can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like, honey, let's share this can of Dr. Pib or whatever. And then finally they kiss and they're like, oh, my God, I love him. But guess what? Our buddy Dick shows back up and he's like, me in town. Hey, babe, you want to get married? Literally, he gets off the bus and he just goes, hey, my girl, get, you know, the, the girl that I sent a letter to telling her. I haven't that, spoken to you in months. Uh, Yeah, let's get married up? like right now. Yeah. And she... This is the worst booty call. <laughs> because instead of just getting to fuck, you actually have to marry the guy. Yeah, I know. It's like uh, booty calls back in the sixties were like you had to get full on married. Yeah, not only that, but full like, on betrothed. All of these comics, like these people, barely speak to each other most of the time, and then they're like, "Hey, I know we only met like two panels ago, but you want to marry, get married?" And they're like, "Yes, I love you," and you're like. You don't even know that guy's last name. What are you doing? Do you know his middle name? Do you know his favorite color? Have you met his mother? Oh, yeah. There's no mother meeting. Nothing. Nothing. They're just going to get married. I'm they're like, not. Okay. They're, they're, I mean, uh, I guess that's how it worked back then. Well, but but they, they didn't, people didn't live together if they weren't married, I don't think. I think that's I mean, kinda... some people probably did, but it was looked down. Oh, that was back. That was in the, you know, San Francisco and the crazy hippie cities. Yeah. We're all living together and not, you know, Don Draper's showing up, looking looking down upon you whatever so she's like oh my god you guys are, let's get married and she's like oh shit i don't want to get married but then uh she ended up getting married to this other guy yeah and that's it so he, she's like and he was the best man yeah she was like that guy who totally jerked me around for many years came back just in time to be the best man at my wedding and that's how that ends yep that's the book that's that is i love you from uh what what did i say this was 1963 yeah but what issue number 49 49 want to make sure we got that right so i love you number 49 from december 1963 would you want to read the next issue of this i want to read all of them because they're just ridiculous <laughs> so look how much it sheds yeah it sheds everywhere uh, and we oh. need to vacuum now because it's like we've got old comic all over the floor Ew, old comic gross 
Ugh. It needs to go back in its bag before it just disintegrates. It might. It might turn into Coke like The Undertaker. Yeah, it just might. Uh, well, all these comics are... Maybe, they, maybe they're trying to tell... Maybe Charlton's trying to tell us something. like, these comics are actually made of Coke. Mm. Because all of our characters go to Venezuela. Yes. To do the drug war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's it for this week's show. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find myself on Twitter and Instagram at AngryHeroSean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, I reactivated my Twitter because I'm an asshole. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show, WorstCollectionEver, at gmail.com. And please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get this show. And tell your friends. That would be really cool if you did that. So thanks again for listening, folks. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.